Hello and welcome to the Elemental Entrepreneurship Podcast. The elements are a metaphor, a simple organizational system to help us understand business and ourselves as business owners. And they are the components of nature, the roots of magic, and the building blocks of life. We all have some aspects of life and business where we thrive and others that are more challenging. By looking at these things elementally, we remove shame and judgment and can discern which elements would help us bring ourselves into balance. Earth, root chakra, Capricorn, Taurus, Virgo. Earth rules the parts of business that keep us safe and secure as we do our soul work. Sustainability, finances, contracts, systems, our core values, and clarity about exactly what our medicine is and how we fit into the ecosystem are governed by Earth element. Air, heart and third eye chakra, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius. Air rules our big vision, our ultimate picture of success. It's where we connect our medicine to a mission and decide what kind of impact we want to create during our time on this planet. Water. Sacral Chakra, Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces. This is the realm of our emotions, and business is emotional. How we feel about people, ourselves, visibility, uncertainty, how we handle stress and disappointment, all of this and more affects how you navigate your business. Water Element is where we learn to resource ourselves and expand our capacity to hold the big feelings that come with doing our work in the world. Fire. Solar plexus chakra, Aries, Leo, Sagittarius. Fire is where we take our gifts, our uniqueness, and our creations, and we blaze them out into the world. All things selling, marketing, and the day-to-day actions of running our business are ruled by fire. Too much fire and we burn out. Not enough and our business never makes it off the ground. And spirit, crown chakra. Every good gardener knows the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. Spirit rules the faith required to keep tending your business long before you've seen a single sprout of evidence that it's growing. No matter what you believe in, spirit element is what you travel through after you leap and before you land. Life thrives when all of the elements are in balance. So do you, and so will your business. To find out your dominant element, take our quiz at intuitiveedgecoaching.com slash quiz. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful friends. Welcome to the Elemental Entrepreneurship Podcast. If you're new around here, I'm so glad you're here. If you're returning, welcome back. I'm your host, Sarah. And today on the show, I'm excited but also nervous to share with you Um a testimonial interview. One of the private clients that I am so, so honored to work with, who has worked with me for the past year in the 2023 Best Year Yet package, uh, Des Davis, the CEO of The Rich Witch Life, uh, was talking with me about 2024 Best Year Yet, and she said, let's hop on a Zoom, and I want to give you a testimonial I want to share with people what it's like to work with you. And I was so honored. And also, it meant I had to, you know, sit in front of someone I admire saying nice things about me for a while. And that can be really 
intense. So uh, if you want to watch the vision, uh, the video version of this, you can check it out on my Instagram at Intuitive Edge Coaching or on my YouTube channel at Intuitive Edge Coaching, and you will see me uh, physically working through the desire to shrug or collapse or hide and having to sit there with my shoulders back and my heart open and receive uh, 45 minutes worth of someone saying really profoundly lovely things about what it is like to be my client. And uh, so that was, uh, it's fun and, you know, awkward to just get 45 minutes of straight compliments, especially when you know they are sincere. Uh, So (laughs) this was a really interesting practice. I guess I'm sharing that for any of you who also demure when people say nice things about you. Uh, It's not that it is so, so easy for me to sit and have a conversation with someone that's about me and my work in a positive light. Uh, You want to talk about things that we can work on and areas that I have to improve and challenges that I can face all day, right? I'll do that with my coaches all day. But sitting with someone and allowing them to reflect back to you your greatness is always difficult, um, you know, but I'm I'm working on it. It's a growth edge. That receiving practice is a growth edge. So uh, I am sharing that conversation here with you. And part of the reason I'm sharing it here with you now is that the doors are open right now for 2024 Best Year Yet. Best Year Yet is a year-long private coaching and mentorship package with me where I will work with you very closely on your business, your life, your growth edges, the areas where you have done everything that you know how to do to break through a plateau, to expand to the next level. And for some reason, it's just not working out. And you know you have reached a time when you need an outside eye, when you need support, when you need guidance, when you need strategy, when you potentially need help with a rebrand with your copy, with your messaging, with clarifying or reworking your offers, with just getting your business into a more stable, secure state so that you have the space, the systems, and the capacity to handle the level up that you're desiring, best year yet is the move. And if you register right now in November, you will lock in the 2023 price as well as get December coaching for free and a 13-month payment plan. In December, the price of this package is going up by $5,000 and the payment plan goes down to 12 months. There's no month of free coaching. So this is really the best time to secure your spot. So I will leave a link in the show notes here for you to book a call if you would like to discuss whether or not Best Year Yet would be the right fit for you. I would love to speak with you. I am only taking five people in this package. And when all five spots fill up, I will not be taking on, as far as I know, any other long-term coaching clients in 2024. So I won't be offering six-month packages. In general, I work with five people at a time. So when that roster is full, uh, there will be no more longer-term coaching for 2024 outside of joining the Coven and doing Coven VIP. So If you've been considering working with me, if it's been on your wish list, on your vision board, on your radar as something that you want to do, if you've been waiting for a sign that it's time, this is the sign. It's time. 
so the link for that will be in the show notes. Please sign up. And I also want to invite you on 11-11 at 11 a.m. PST, November 11th, 11 a.m. PST, I am hosting a free business cord cutting ritual. So if in the process of the past year or couple of years, you have faced a lot of or any difficulty, disappointment, stuck energy, frustration. Honestly, I don't know a single business owner who hasn't had a pretty rough year in 2023. We're going to be doing a cord cutting ritual to release any negative experiences, negative emotions, any stuck energy that you've been carrying around from things that have happened over this past year that you do not want to carry with you into 2024. So the link for that will be in the show notes as well. All right, those are all my announcements. Let's get into today's episode. I am here today with the rich witch herself, CEO of the rich witch life, motherfucking Des Davis. (laughs) Would you have to say like that? Motherfucking Des Davis, all one word in the hizzle. In the news. And uh, I am honored to even say that this divine presence is one of my private clients, also my friend, and also one of my mentors in her own right. I feel like we trade back and forth with the shit. Um, and as I've been getting ready to share all of the information and welcome new people into Best Year Yet for 2024, Des generously said, let's hop on a video because you need to move over and let me tell people what it's like <laughs> to work with you because you don't brag on yourself enough. <laughs> Facts. And here we are for this conversation. And so first of all, hi, Des. Thank you for doing this. Hi, Sarah. You're welcome. My honor, my pleasure, my purpose. Oh, I love you so much. Do you want to say just a little bit, in case there are people who don't know you, do you want to say a little bit about what you do? Yeah. So I am a conscious peak performance coach, and I specialize in the mind-body-money connection for impact forward entrepreneurs. Um, I have a 10-year history in the coaching game, which I say to preface as a part of our conversation, because mentors aligning with the right mentor is essential to the entire brand, to the entire business, and obviously to the level of impact that I'm able to actualize with the right support. So been in the game for a long time, and it is such a pleasure to be here with you today. So I'm going to ask you some, some questions, some, some testimonial questions and let you say what you want. And uh, I already pre-warned Des, so now I'll pre-warn everyone that like hearing people say nice things about me to my face usually makes me cry. So there's a good possibility I will just bawl this whole time, but I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. Get it. On the internet has seen me cry before. Yeah, it's an eclipse season anyway. Oh, in Scorpio. Are we kidding? My descendant. So as someone who's been in the coaching industry for 10 years and has a worked with a lot of people, but also you've worked with a lot of people as a coach, why did you want to work with me as your coach? What about me drew you to working with me? It's interesting. Cause I feel like, you know, we met in a less traditional client coach structure. Um, 
we sort of met at the more social online level and then exchanged and we both got to sort of see what each other is made of in certain ways and when i attended i want to say it was like the kickoff call for launch alchemy and i saw your energy your comfort your level of um like organization and room holding i was like oh I saw in you a quality of comfort that I wanted to develop within myself because at the time I was exclusively doing referral-based one-on-one work and I knew that I needed to change my business model um, from one-to-one to one-to-many. And so for me, it was actually watching you have a set of qualities embodied that I had yet to embody and wanted to that spark the desire to learn from you in whatever capacity was was available and i think how we moved into actually working together um was definitely like a confluence of seeing each other intimately in a personal context but then also believing in what each other has to offer and wanting to support each other on that tip so I hope that answers your question. You know, I'm a veerer. I veer. No, that was perfect. I love it. Yeah. Um, What have been in the past when you're considering working with a coach or hiring a mentor, like what are the things that you're looking at and looking for? And what are the like areas of discernment that you bring into that decision? Mm -hmm. So my client brain wants to answer this more than my coach who then is a client, right? Brain. And I want to know, like every client wants to know that this person is not only um, knowledgeable and I like the angle that they're taking on the work or the skill or the um, transformation that they offer, but then that next layer of, do they understand my problem with this skill set, with implementing it, with um, wrapping my self-concept around being the type of person who takes this move in my life or my business? Um, so for me, it's the dual, it's the knowledge, but then it's also, do I sense that this person can guide me through my challenges in a way that actually makes me um, the iteration of myself that I know I'm capable of becoming, but in all humility, I'm having a really hard time accessing on my own, you know? So those two things are the pieces that I look for in hiring a mentor. Um, In terms of the, the type of discernment that I bring to the space, it's interesting that I've had quite a journey with that. I think at first it's like the bright lights of somebody knows something that I don't know. You know what I mean? And just like not really knowing how to qualify, is this the right coach for me? Because I'm more focused on learning the skill or making this change inside of myself. So I'm more self-conscious, but over time I've learned how to discern how do I feel learning from this person, right? How do I feel when I get off the call? Do I 
feel inclined to go into action or, you know, put into motion the thing that I just learned from this person? Um, do they have a quality of, and I use this word like in the most gentle, exalted way possible of authority that I and all of my personal power and my felt sense of personal power can defer to safely. You know what I mean? Um, so I think that those are the pieces that I of discern, like the levels of discernment right now that I'm aware of that I bring in deciding, is this the right coach for me? I love that. And so far, we've been working together for a year, which is yeah. yeah. What has been your favorite part? of our work together? Um, I think seeing the work work is so gratifying, whether I'm the coach or the client. You know what I'm saying? Like this container is called best year yet, right? And it really has been, right? Not just monetarily because of what we've been working on in my brand. I didn't expect the results to be massive financial transformation, but rather these like fundamentals, these rudiments that got put in place in my business, but because I became the business owner who operates that way and generates that way. Um, that's so gratifying. It's so gratifying because I think somewhere deep within, um, working with a coach brings up like a part of me that's maybe, I don't know if I want to call it a rebel or like the problem child or something where like, I don't get results in the straightforward way. I don't, um, I don't think and learn and apply in a straightforward or direct way. And I've developed it. I developed a self-consciousness around that as a client and, um, a deep disappointment around seeing the results that I desired, but not necessarily having them transpire through the container. So I think my favorite part of us working together is that our collaboration has been so beneficial and prosperous in a big way um, for me personally, <clears throat> and also for the people who are on the other side of the way my business will be able to impact them, you know? I love that. And this is like, I think favorite is always an interesting word to use, especially yeah, when you're talking about big things. So that like that was kind of like a lighter level of the of the next question, which is what do you feel has been the biggest transformation? And maybe you answered some of that in your last answer, but what do you feel has been oh. the biggest transformation so far? Becoming so much more capable and focused on stability in my business. Like you know, when you are highly talented and you can sort of like 
run off the hip and whatever else and money comes in and impact is sort of like second nature and all of this, um, getting structured doesn't occur until it kind of has to. Something outside of you like forces you out of that orbit of whatever goes and what do I feel like offering next and just moving with inspiration and referrals and all of this, which miraculously was a six and multiple six figure income generator working one-on-one -on -one like that. Um, and it became unsustainable in the context of my life in the context of the things that were going on over the last three years since 2020. Um, that was like a little meteor that like came into my orbit and shifted things around and I needed a stabilizing force. And I feel like that's what our work modeled for me and then helped me in a very organic way become, you know, like I became more stable within how I operate my business. And that's been a phenomenal transformation because I've been in business so long prospering within one context or within one paradigm of like referrals and one-on-ones and trainings and all of this. Um, what we've worked on and that I've been able to actualize with your guidance over the last year, I've been dreaming about becoming this version of myself for at least six to seven years, at least. And what has surprised you most about our work together? Hmm. I don't know that I have any surprise, but I, I feel deep satisfaction in the way that we've been able to inspire one another's potency in our work. Um, I think that that's how it is when like two divine beings get in a room, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't surprise me that there's no competition, right? It doesn't surprise me that things can be so generative for all involved. That's sort of the expectation that in not being met in past instances has been the source of disappointment and the source of like yearning to be met by another big energy that can hold big energy with me when I need that. You know what I mean? So I wasn't surprised. It's like happily fulfilled and satisfied with that part of our dynamic. I love that. And then my last question on the official questions is, uh, who would you recommend me to? Hmm. I think it's a spot in business where you've mastered working in it. You've mastered your craft, you've mastered your impact, um, you are like excellent at what you do. And now it's time to work on your business, like pan out and start looking ahead a bit more and creating room for like understanding structures and systems as just a very normal thing 
kind of depedestalizing being an entrepreneur and being in business and like really just getting very grounded. If that's an essential transition for you to make the level of impact and income and have the influence that you quite literally within your heart of hearts feel designed for. I think that you're a great coach for the person that takes themselves that seriously and also recognizes that it's time to master the other side of the coin of being in business. Mateo, it's not a ghost, I promise. It's the dogs. All the dogs. I, I, I got concerned. I was like, this is the beginning of the movie. This just got really scary. Why is your door opening? <laughs> this is the ghost. Hello, little ghosty. Oh, come here. Yeah, but I, I, I think that that is an important arc in business. Um, and I think that both sides of that entrepreneurial coin are important to nurture, right? Like if you have the business structure, but you don't feel competent or like really in your bag about what you do, how you do it and how you sit in you about it, your business doesn't shine, it doesn't light up. You know what I mean? And conversely, if you have a lot of shine and you don't have ample containers for that shine to like be routed and directed in a way that can sustain, then you burn out, you know what I mean? And so you met me at the burnout. You met me at the, the place where I needed to shift from working in my business to working on it. And that was a really important area of mastery for me. I love that. Something that I've been thinking about over the past few days, and I am interested to share this with you and hear your thoughts, is that like my private clients specifically do not hire me because of how much money I make or because of how much money they think I can help them make. Even though we're talking about business coaching and there's a good likelihood that you're going to end up making money or making more money or making easier money when we work together. Like I have clients that make much more than I do and they're not being like, oh, well, you're not making seven figures a launch, so I'm not going to hire you. And there's so many business coaches that what they're earning, like, is their primary marketing strategy is to be like, look at how much money I'm making. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's not what my people come to me for. That's not why people want to work with me. And the type of people I work with don't look at, oh, well, I'm making, you know, I'm making a million dollars a year. And therefore, a coach who makes less than a million dollars a year can't help me. Those are not the type of people I attract. And I think the people I work with are coming to me not because I can necessarily help them make money and not because of how much money I make, but because of the way I do it. And I think what people see in how I work is that I don't do, like I'm not focused on pushing past comfort levels. I'm not focused on upholding an image or a veneer or like, right? Like that it gets to, my business looks like me. It reflects me. And every single one of my clients, like none of our businesses are the same. I don't have a roster of everyone doing the same type of work, making the same type of money in the same type of industry. There's an approach though, that's all about like this inside out customization. 
So a lot of my private clients are people who like yourself are like, I, I have a lot of success. I'm making a lot of money. I know how to go out there, throw something on sale and pull clients in. The problem I get into is I build systems that I burn out in, or I don't know how to like create structure that allows for me to be a human. And almost some of the blocks are more around like, am I really allowed to even do that? And so that's something I've been thinking about, about the thing that all of my private clients have in common. One of the things that they all have in common is that they are all people who have historically been good at throwing stuff out and making money. And when they come to me, they're like, can I really do this in a way that feels easeful, that feels sustainable to me, that doesn't burn me out, that doesn't make me want to like burn my business down and leave the country? Mm -hmm. I feel like I learned from you how to focus on the right things. You know, I, I got the sense from you because you are not leading in your marketing with how much you make or a lot of, well, this is how I, I, I do it. I do it. I do it. You actually lead with, um, like very solid factual, unchanging dynamics, right? That then where things become more customized is in how your clients are going to relate to this thing that just is, right? And how I was relating to launching was where you supported me with my version of aligning with systems, structures, stability, et cetera, that creates sustainability for me. And I'm still discovering what really works, but even just getting the taste of focusing on the right things, learning how to engage the fundamentals again, and not just sort of like running off of um, fumes, but learning how to lead my business fueled you know, and you do such an excellent job of that. Like knowing you personally, I know that your business back end is as tight as your front end. You know what I mean? And that is no matter who, like how much money a, a coach is touting, that is such an important facet that the client, that the coach has the result that they are supporting a client in attaining. And I think beyond finances, organization, embodiment, um, the ability to really just like teach with a level of detachment around the teaching or the skill or the structure, but then really support at a personal level, the implementation of the, how the client actually relates to that. Like hands down, you do a really great job of that. Really great job. Like big fundamental sweet mop, carry water, energy, um, that allows the internal drama to sort of like orient around this really stable concept, this really stable teaching, this really stable idea, this really stable structure, right? And I think that that's been very regulating for me. I love that so much. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I, you said internal drama and something that that, makes me think of is that first of all everyone has internal drama about all yeah it, right? like everyone absolutely and 
high achievers and people yes. who have a lot of success and also OGs oh, in the personal development and spiritual personal work game. Mm-hmm. You are hard as mm-hmm. clients because like how many times have you been in a therapist's office and been like, oh, this motherfucker cannot help me. Like, like I've had therapists where I'm like every single session we have, I talk myself through something and then you congratulate me on my personal insight. And I'm like, what am I paying you for? And then I talk to my friends and my friends are like, what's that? What do you, you I invite you into, have you considered? And I'm like, I'm not paying this therapist anymore. Like, I know that I've had coaches where, look, it does feel nice to be praised, right? Of course, but leaving and being like, I know I slid some bullshit by you and you didn't call me out on it. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not growing here. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, not to toot my own horn, but to toot, I think that like something I do bring as someone who is also that client Mm -hmm. is I am pretty finely attuned to a casual phrase, a little like, oh, but you know, da, 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 a body language an expression where I'm like, uh, it's right there. Like that micro moment, double click on that. Like what's the drop down menu (laughs) that like is in there. And, um, it, and we've had plenty of those moments together. And so what is in those moments where you're actually feeling coached? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cause sometimes there's a co-working and sometimes there's like a partnership and sometimes there's teaching, but like coaching moments are frequently uncomfortable. Yeah. So in the moments, yeah, like it can be hard to be like, oh, you suck? Oh, okay. Like, I guess we're going there. How mm-hmm. is it in the moments where you actually feel coached? <laughs> well, being the Aries Leo Sag that I am, that fire makes me feel loved. It makes me feel seen. You know what I mean? So that's why I'll be like, oh, you coached the fuck out of me right there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm happy to acknowledge those moments for every reason that you just described. And also because, like, the the part of you that exists before you're the coach's client is the part of you that's, like, committed to a growth. You know what I mean? So, again, there's, like, this deep satisfaction that comes in a blind spot moment becoming conscious. You know what I mean? And when you are high achieving and highly achieved, you're used to doing good things with insight about yourself. You would have had to. You have a legacy of turning feedback and insight and self-insight into information that you use to move forward in certain ways. So in those moments, some of the things that you've coached me on have literally like lifted me into another like timeline of awareness of myself. You know what I mean? That really is the gift that I think any coach could offer someone who's already committed to optimizing and to being optimized. You know what I mean? So I think that that's in those moments being coached has felt like being loved, like being seen, like being um, understood in the way that I sought to understand myself. You know what I mean? And it's given me more language, given me new language um, and helped me relate to myself in a way that kind of just ticked up a notch how I already related to myself with like 
very high regard, not in an arrogant way, but in an intentional way. Um, and I think that you've been very, a very healthy influence for me. And I think, you know, it's important to, especially if you have a history of not feeling met, it's important to really like soak in, to really anchor the experience of being met. You know what I mean? So that way you know what it feels like, you know what it tastes like, and you can sort of release this expectation of not being understood um, where you need to be understood the most or not being seen in a space that, well, if I can't see myself and you can't see me, this is not going to, this part that causes so much internal drama for me cannot get liberated. I love this so much. I've asked all of the questions I have. So before we go, if there's anything you want to share, if there's anyone, anything you want to say to people who might be like floating around, kind of considering signing up for best year yet, but they're on the fence, anything that yeah. you can share, I would love that. I think one of my favorite compliments to give when it's really true is like, Sarah, you are the real deal. You really are. You are the real deal. And I think at the pit of anybody who is considering investing in a year of learning from you and being guided by you, um, knowing that you are the real deal is so important. It is a part of the discernment of saying yes to this container. And I will also say that it's all, it's so highly regulating to work with one person that can get to know you in the way that only time can provide, right? Only working with one client for six months, can I get the perspective that I can get from working with a client week to week for six months? I cannot get that insight and perspective and therefore shift my coaching to really meet this person in a way where it's adaptive and supportive. Um, and I feel that that's what you structure with intention into your containers. And I also think it's just a part of your ethos and like your personality and get down as a coach. So for anyone considering like, she is that good. You are that good. You're really, really good at business. And you are really, really good at leading people and leading their business. And that's a very underrated quality um, considering that the coaching industry has, bless it, blown up. That's fabulous. Um, and you can find coaches, especially business coaches that can teach you, excuse me, this one thing, right? But not many coaches that have mastered being able to walk you through phases of developmental milestones that come together to actualize a new paradigm of how you run your business, how your business is structured, and therefore like how you can interact and enjoy your business and more than anything, like enjoy the life 
that your business generates the resources to be able to enjoy, you know? So that's, that's my good word in all sincerity, you know? And like, listen, this is the other thing I'm going to say. I'm a hard sell. I'm a hard sell. I already know that I'm not like, I'm not necessarily a know-it-all client, but I know a lot, you know what I mean? So for a coach to be the real deal, to really like body me in the moments where I need that, coach me in the moments where I need that, train me in the moments, and for those things to be distinct, incredible. Mm. It's down. Thank you. So, yeah. I was practicing. If anyone's watching this on the video, go back and watch the replay of me working with my body in the moment just <laughs> here and receive it. Like, if you saw me be like, I was like, nope, just take it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No, I will also say my last thought about what you just shared for anyone considering working with me is that frequently with boss, hard sell, high achieving clients who already know a lot, a lot of the things that I catch and a lot of the places that I'm coaching are into reminding you of your softness and of your humanity and of the places where you don't have to strive and that you don't have to push so hard and that you don't have to prove so much and that you don't have to be so perfect. And that like that tipping point, right? It's like such an interesting area of growth for high achievers is like, I know how to push. I know how to drive. And then you hit a point where you're like, why isn't the push and the drive working the same way anymore? And it's like, oh, because the pivot here is now that you actually have to go the other way. You're really good at pushing and driving and all of those like logistical things and maybe not as as like skilled in where are the moments where I need to like be softer with myself, be more generous with myself, be more compassionate with myself, be more gracious with myself. And those are hard expansion edges that I think don't get talked about enough in business coaching because they're not, they're not, uh, OKRs or KPIs that you can track on your back end is like, what's my level of personal life satisfaction and how kind am I to myself as I do my work? And all of those things I find are self-concept enhancing and are, the acts of self-love that being in business can help you put into motion and witness yourself create, you know, I think that there's something around, um, for any high achieving person, the balance between your mastery and your innocence, right? Your push and your, um, sort of like inert energy and how to let both be at the table without tilting it. You know what I mean? Um, I really think that that's something that was deeply profound between the two of us is there would be moments when I maybe expected a feedback from you that I never got, you know what I mean? Um, and in that way, I was able to um, co-regulate a lot through this experience and specifically co-regulate around the, the habits of high achieving that weren't necessarily serving me, but I, and how was I going to be able to 
discern or tell that they're not serving me unless I hurt myself by getting too tired, by getting pushing too much, whatever it is. Um, and you really helped me develop the ability to forecast, right? How, um, how a strategy might impact me or what might come up for me in that strategy, right? And game plan around that. And also discern the strategies that are within my purview without sacrificing certain levels of results, right? Um, based on what my capacity was, right? Because we could plan all this out and then I'm just like, I don't have it. And we would be able to go back to that drawing board because of that balance of innocence and mastery, the innocence where I don't have to have it and don't expect myself to, and the mastery that can figure out a new orientation or container to hold both, you know? And so I think that um, seeing myself access that in through the decisions that I'm making in my business have helped me trust myself so much more, have helped me, um, again, really stabilize and maybe even understand the profundity of my work as a business coach before I transitioned into conscious peak performance coaching. Um, like, oh, this is what people were experiencing. Um, by being supported in, in, in their inner navigation of this outer structure that there isn't an immediate gratification. This gratification comes a year from now. This gratification comes six months from now. And you do need to know how to sit in the not yetness and sit in the I'm getting closer to-ness of it all. Um, and con and continue to adapt your center to where you are in that process, you know? And it's important to have a coach that can uphold that mindset with you as you are doing the, the action and implementation portion. So key. Yeah, and I think that constant reminder of like, no, no, you are, like, you shouldn't be there yet because that's usually what comes up is like oh my god I'm late I should be there already it should be faster and have someone be like no no I never anticipated that this would be done I, I wasn't expecting that and how and I always have that result of like oh wait you weren't like no I wasn't like I know you might have been but I knew that this was going to yeah. be a slow process and it's okay and like getting to stabilize in the like I always joke the first rule of business is everything takes longer than you think it's going to. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, I'm going to bang this launch out in a week. And like, I'm always like, yeah, it's probably going to take longer than that for uh -huh. us to bang out this launch, but that's okay. What if yeah. we put it on the calendar for six weeks from now and see how that goes? And what that does again, like to a high, for a high achiever, when we have these, we don't know their unrealistic expectations or time. Correct. We have no idea. And then when we can't do them, that's where our like struggles and overwhelm and perfectionism and like self-criticism comes in. So having someone next to you to be like, 
oh no, actually, this is what, this is exactly what I was expecting would happen. We're right on track. This is, this is what should be, this is where we should be. Let's just rock out here. It's like very helpful. And I think everyone needs that. I don't think anyone's immune from that. Like all of us who have mentors, part of what we have them for is to check us in the moments where we're like, why am I not there yet? And to have them be like, well, you shouldn't be, you're fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, like, and just to normalize process, you know what I mean? And like, I think, um, I like that you are still about the fundamentals. I like that I, no matter how good I get in the game, you're still gonna have me work on my shot. You know what I mean? I think that that's the mark of a good coach and a good trainer, right? And the focus um, of a good coach or a good trainer is that you have the skills and the structure to let your talent run wild. You know what I mean? And so, learning what to focus on, not to even focus on your own height, but even to regulate your own height, to down-regulate your own um, high expectations of yourself, whatever, you know, um, and to sort of normalize them and just like, let your business just be the business. You know what I mean? Like how profound that gets to be, how liberating that gets to be, because if my business gets to be a business, then I just get to be a person. I just get to be a person and I have a business, right? I'm not this six figure, blah, blah, blah. Like there are times when that bio comes into play, but it doesn't need to come into play every day because I'm struggling in my business or I'm striving in my business or I'm, um, uh, what's the word? Unrequited mm. in business. You know what I mean? And I, it takes up so much space to be dissatisfied or to feel like you are underperforming, um, whether you are or not. It just takes up a lot of space to feel unresolved around what your business is doing and how you're doing in your business, you know? Um, and to have that peace and that felt sense of satisfaction, that embodied sense of directional clarity and the skills to back it up, right? Like, I now know how to do certain things great right but at the end of this year i am at least five times more capable in the areas that i ran from would spend a lot of money on hiring people to do all sorts of things um than i was when i first came in you know and that's huge that's really huge it is yeah. well this thank you so much where can people find you um, you can find me on Instagram at the rich, Witch life. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. That's our episode for today. Thank you as always for being here and for listening to the podcast. I know there are so many things that you could be doing with your time. So many things you could be listening to. It is an honor that you choose to be here. Connect with me on Instagram at intuitive edge coaching. Have a great day.